What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. Tonight we got Game 5 of the NBA Finals at 9 o'clock on ABC. This is a really important game for both teams. Obviously, it's been a trend in this series that both teams have been successful on their home court. The Suns obviously winning the first two in the series, and then the Bucks winning the last two and having Giannis really be effective for them. And Chris Middleton has been one of the better scorers in this league, especially in the playoffs this season. And, yeah, the Suns really need to figure some stuff out and try to stop Giannis from driving to the hoop every single opportunity that he gets. He's obviously been really successful in doing something like that instead of trying to shoot the ball. Obviously, it takes forever when he takes free throws and – he hesitates sometimes when he shoots, so he's been just trying to get the most high percentage shots and try to be the most effective player that he can be and not try to be something that he isn't. Chris Middleton obviously is capable of scoring 40 points on a nightly basis, so they should be able to overcome being on the road potentially, but I'm still rooting for the Suns. I still want Chris Paul to win his first NBA championship. That's pretty much the only reason. And Devin Booker is going to be the future of the NBA. He's going to be here many more times, but it would mean a lot to his growing superstar in himself. Like, if he could get his first championship after people overlooked him while he was in college, and they thought that he was just going to be an average-type player. He's way more than an average-type player. He's a superstar. And he obviously got that from Kobe, and it would probably mean a lot to him to win after losing Kobe. And only a year after that tragically happened, RIP to Kobe, Devin Booker could potentially take what he has learned from Kobe and get that first championship in his memory. But that's enough in that. Obviously, the home crowd plays a huge role in a team's energy and ability to overcome adversity. And while they're on the road, it's not easy to get the fans out of your mind because they're everywhere and they're screaming and it's definitely not the easiest environment to be playing in. So tonight's going to be one of the biggest games of the year. Game five of the series, it's all tied up. The winner goes ahead in the series and is on the brink of an NBA championship and the loser has their backs against the wall. And or one went away from going home and the season being over. So tonight, 9 o'clock on ABC, they're back in Phoenix. The Suns need to try to stop Giannis and Chris Middleton and Pat Connington. And the Suns need to wake up. Chris Paul only had 10 points in the last game. Devin Booker didn't have... A great game, either because of foul trouble pretty early on, and then late in the game he was taken out because of fouls. So, 
they definitely need to be a little bit more careful in this game and try to keep their stars in good standing tonight and not have them on the bench because they can't afford to get a foul. So that's pretty much it about the NBA Finals tonight. Game five, not to be missed if you are a diehard basketball fan or a lover of sports like myself. So that's pretty much it for the NBA Finals to switch it up. Tonight we got some great fights. First off, at 9 o'clock tonight on Showtime, we got Jermel Charlo against Brian Castano to unify the Super Welterweight division. Charlo would be the latest to become a unified world champion. Obviously, Tiafima Lopez has done it. Tyson Fury has done it. And, like, all the greats have become unified champions. And it's definitely an honor. Jamel Charlo is one of the toughest fighters. He can literally turn your lights out in a blink of an eye. One of the hardest-hitting punchers around right now. And just a very technical fighter. He's one of the best fighters coming out of America right now. And... He can't really be stopped at the moment. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him fight. The Charlo brothers are taking over boxing. And they're definitely some of the biggest superstars in all of sports right now. So a little update on Tiafimo Lopez. just mentioned him. His fight against George Cambosis for the lightweight championship. It got postponed because of COVID, and now they're trying to do it in Australia. The home of Cambosis. So Tifima Lopez is going to have to travel across the world to, you, <laughs> to defend his title. So that's definitely going to be a crazy, crazy event, and that's on Triller Fight Club. And they're trying to do this on October 17th at the Bankwest Stadium in Sydney, Australia, the hometown of Cambosis. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. And the Tyson Fury-Deontay Wilder trilogy fight is rebooked for October 9th in Las Vegas. At the T-Mobile Arena. And it's going to be on ESPN Plus and Fox Pay-Per-View. Pretty crazy. Because Tyson Fury is signed to top rank. And they're facing off for the WBC Heavyweight Championship once again. And Tyson Fury... And his camp tested positive for COVID, so that's why it was supposed to happen next week. It was supposed to happen on July 24th, and then got postponed. So everybody's waiting to see that, and then people are waiting to see Tyson Fury against Anthony Joshua. That was obviously supposed to happen before, and then contractual obligations made Tyson Fury have to face Deontay Wilder in the trilogy before he could move on. Because it's a title fight. 
And then I was reading somewhere that said that Tyson Fury wants to like fight Francis Ngannou in the UFC. So he he could probably do it all, you know. He is the Gypsy King. He could probably make anything happen. Manny Pacquiao and Earl Spence Jr. are announcing their fight for August 21st. Manny Pacquiao, obviously one of the greatest fighters of all time, hasn't fought since July of 2019 when he beat Keith Thurman. And Earl Spence, obviously a lot younger. He's 27-0, 21-knockouts, and will fight Spence at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. The T-Mobile Arena is getting some of the biggest fights in the freaking world, man. Conor McGregor, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, the Manny Pacquiao. Like, come on, man. I have to go to one of these. I have to get to Vegas. I've always wanted to go. Haven't been there yet. Hopefully one day. But anyway, tonight we got... UFC fight night, and it's headlined by Islam Makachev against Tiago Moises in the main event. And then in the co-main event, we got the returning, one of the goats of the sport, Misha Tate, 18-7 on her career against Marone Renault. So this is going to be a crazy fight in the women's bantamweight division. Misha Tate obviously wants another shot at a title, and Amanda Nunes holds that title. So that would be an insane matchup if that was to happen. Obviously, no one can really beat Amanda Nunes, but maybe Misha Tate can because she's one of the GOATs. She is one of the baddest ever to fight in the UFC. And then we also got Jeremy Stevens against Matus Gamrat tonight. That's going to be a great fight in the lightweight division. Also, Islam Makashev in the main event. Obviously, people are very high on Islam Makashev. They believe that he could be the future champion of the lightweight division. Obviously, a very close friend to Khabib. They're like brothers. And Khabib's dad, who passed on, rest in peace, and he believed... He believed that Makachev was going to be champion way before now. And he thinks that he's behind in his progression, Khabib said. So Khabib's going to make him a champ. They're both from the same part of the world. They have very similar styles. They look like they're brothers. So this is going to be a great main event tonight. And there's a bunch of other fights on the prelims. The brother of Davison Figueredo, the former flyweight champion Francisco Figueredo, is fighting the second fight of the night tonight on ESPN against Malcolm Gordon. Van Anderson Dos Santos, believe brother of Junior Dos Santos, fighting Miles Johns. It's going to be a pretty crazy fight in the bantamweight division. Daniel Rodriguez, who just came off a victory over Mike Perry, facing Preston Parsons in the welterweight division. And we got Rodolfo Vieira on the main card against Dustin Stoltzfus. Very good fight card. We got great fights coming all throughout July. 
The next fight card is next week, and it's headlined by the returning TJ Dillashaw, one of my favorite fighters, one of the most exciting fighters of all time. People have what they say about him, but, you know, just because he used EPO doesn't mean that he used it his whole entire career, and that's not what got him to that point. He used it when he was going down to flyweight. Obviously, that's no excuse, but he was trying to recover a little bit faster. Looking forward to seeing him fight Corey Sanhagen. These guys used to train together back in the day, and they know each other very well. So Corey Sanhagen just came off with a incredible knockout over Frankie Edgar when he used the flying knee to, to Edgar and got him into the position where he could be one win away from receiving a title shot after Peter Yan and Aljamain Sterling get their rivalry settled. Hopefully in the fall. But we got great fights coming all throughout July. And then on July 31st, we got USC Fight Night, Uriah Hall against Sean Strickland in the main event. And then on the other side, we got... The Bellator 263, Patricio Pipple against AJ McKee, who is undefeated, and they're fighting in the Featherweight Grand Prix, and the winner of that gets a million dollars. So this is going to be a crazy fight. Really looking forward to that fight. It's been one of the biggest ones building up that's not in the UFC. Obviously, Bellator is like the B-League of the UFC, and they don't have like top guys in the world, but they have great fighters. It's definitely fun to watch. It's on Friday nights, usually on Showtime, most weeks. And yeah, that's a great fight. And Also on the Corey Sanhagen... TJ Dillashaw card, July 24th, we got a great fight in the Bantamweight division. Adrian Yanez against Randy Costa. Yanez is a knockout artist. He sends guys into the next week, and he's a pretty small dude. I would really love to see him fight Sean O'Malley. That would be a fucking crazy fight. I'm just putting that out there. But we got a good fight card, July 24th. Also, next weekend. Really looking forward to it. Should be a good one. The return to TJ Dillashaw against Corey Sanhagen should be an exciting fight. These guys know each other very well, so that should be very interesting. And then to close out the episode, yesterday I watched the new Space Jam with LeBron James. A new legacy is what it was called. And honestly, like, the story of Space Jam was great back in the day when Michael Jordan was the star of it back in the 90s. It was one of my favorite movies growing up, no lie. And for LeBron to recreate it in 2021, it was pretty cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, he had obviously updated players in it. Like, Clay Thompson, Damian Lillard, Anthony Davis... 
and then Sue Bird and Neka Gumake from the WNBA. So it was pretty cool that they updated that movie. And then, like, during the main part of the movie, towards the end, they had, like, the basketball game. And then, like, literally every single, like, big character from Warner Brothers production was, like, surrounding the basketball court. Like, the Pennywise character, Game of Thrones shit. Like, fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, like, fucking, like, everything was literally, like, surrounding the court. Like, I was literally looking at White Walkers the whole entire time. I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, and I just thought that Space Jam was fucking pretty cool. They used updated technology, and they made it, like, a very enjoyable experience. Don Cheadle played the main bad guy in the film and was basically the leader of the Goon Squad. So Space Jam was one of my favorite movies growing up. It definitely held up to me. Obviously, I was able to watch it at home on HBO Max, so not going to complain there. And it's starting to get really nice out. The AC in my house went out the other day, so it was like over 90 degrees, so that was not too good, but you know. We got it fixed. And this has been episode one of Stop Shop. Hope everybody has a good weekend and peace out.